Welcome, everybody, to episode 100 of Late Night with Brian Wecht. Wow, we did it. We all did it. We're here. Uh, today, we have a really fun episode for you. Two things before we start. We do have a video version of this episode with the one, the only, Mr. Matthew Watson. And that's available on our Patreon, patreon.com slash night. The other is I do want to give you just a little teensy little content warning for this episode. There's some talk of surgery and some talk of, let, let's just say, human excrement. So if that kind of stuff bothers you, uh, maybe skip to like, it's about halfway through and you should be clear of most, but not all of it. Uh, this episode, and also, by the way, I promise, of course, it's all in impeccable taste. As, as is everything we do here. So anyway, just to throw that out there uh, in case you are sensitive to these things before the episode starts. All right, everybody, thank you so much for being with us for 100 episodes. Uh, we're going to keep this thing going strong. We're having a great time, and we appreciate you for being here. Let's start the show. See, that's that's professionalism. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. You're talking to a professional, so. No, I, I know. I can tell because we're starting an hour late. That's the, the sign <laughs> exactly. of, a, of a true professional. Fashionably late. Professionally late. That's right. Well, if that's you're too on say. time, then you seem too desperate for whatever exactly. you're doing. Exactly. It, it looks right. like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm begging, you know, people to pay attention to me and, you know, I need the views. So if I'm late, that's it shows right. more of like, a, I don't really care that much. That's I'm right. doing it and that's just cool. to be nice. That, yeah. That's what cool is. Cool is not caring what other people think. Exactly. And if you have a job interview that's really important, show up fashionably late. It's a power move. Yeah, it is a you big need power that move. fucking job. Yeah. They respect that. Executives at, at jobs really, really, really <laughs> that too. You can go into a, if you burp during a job interview, it is kind of a power move as well. Because everybody it shows wants them to like, hire, Man. they want to hire an influencer, right? Yes. And you need to act like an influencer in order to become an influencer. So yeah. if you show up and you have the attitude of an influencer, they're going to be like, that guy, he's got it. Yeah. And, and they might not even be able to describe what it is, but they know. They know exactly right. what, like, it's, it's a, it is a feeling more so than, like, a set, of, a set of descriptions. It's a feeling. And you feel it when it's there. Yeah. And what happens uh, when they ask you the typical interview questions, like, what do you think is your greatest weakness? As a professional person, what do you say? My my greatest weakness is is usually uh, it, it, I say it's how every hard job I can, interview how hard I can punch you, and then I punch him really hard, and I say and if that's my greatest weakness, you don't want to see my strength. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, that's genius. That's genius. Next yeah. time I have a job but, interview, because you know I'm expecting super mega to the the well's running dry, so uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be I'll be back at Chick Fil A in, in a matter of months, so. Well, spe speaking of that, I was going to tell you, uh, I got a picture from my wife of a certain billboard that oh. uh, she passed by the other day with Audrey. No way. And, she saw uh, it? She, she saw it in the wild without expecting Like, she didn't travel there to see it specifically. There's a she lot of those pro-life billboards around. I'm glad that she finally <laughs> saw them. <laughs> she was so excited. Wait, uh, what's, the, what's the billboard? It's the Super Mega Saves the Troops billboard. Where? There's 10 or 11 of them around LA. What the fuck? Really? Yeah. They're, they're in the valley mainly. 
Hollywood in the Valley uh, because yeah, that's, that's where she was in the Valley. Yeah, they were they were ex- real expensive around Christmas time, so we couldn't really get any over on like the East Side or or South LA. It's mainly all just the Valley in Hollywood because that's where the cheap billboards are. Uh, yeah. But I, billboards aren't that expensive. We didn't realize. So we're going to start using those to our advantage quite a bit. And in South Carolina, we got uh, one of the digital ones, like the big, 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 like 50-foot digital ones off the oh, freeway. Sweet. So I went with my sister and her husband over the Christmas like break, and, and we went and saw it. It was awesome. That's amazing. That and You're just joining it- the like leagues of... You're from South Carolina. The the south of the border, million billboards that are speckled along uh, oh, the yeah. highways. Yeah, you get a, a south of the border billboard, another south of the border billboard, pro-life billboard, then the super mega billboard. <laughs> Actually, what's funny is on the digital billboard, it cycles through different ads. <laughs> and the one that was right after ours that would play every time was this like uh, like anti-vaccine mask mandate ad. Oh so it'd be God. like super mega saves the troops, smash cut to like this like Republican like anti-vax like ad. <laughs> and I was like, perfect, that's great. And it's like, okay, that I'll rules. check this out, and then I'll head on down to the one of three illegal firework outlets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and those firework outlets are a sight to behold, and they're very, very fun to go to. Yeah. Have you ever actually been to the place south of the border? I haven't been to south just... of the border. I've driven by it, but I've, you know, as someone from South Carolina, uh, I don't know a lot of people from South Carolina that actually have been there. It's, I think it's more of a tourist thing, but it's... Uh, uh, well, it's, I'll, I'll tell you been. now. Mm. Wait, you've been to South of the Border? Yeah, I, Leighton, I've I've traveled quite a bit in my day. He's seen and the world. Yeah, the the That's Route true. 95 corridor is, uh, is is pretty central to, uh, to to my experience of traveling up and down the East Coast, of course. And so, uh, on one long trip down to I believe Atlanta, one year, I was like, you know what, got to do it. It's that you see fucking signs for it for whatever 200 miles, like. You got to go see a shitty zoo. Yeah. Why not? Their billboard game's on point. It really yeah. is. It's a smash hit. You never see, saw like, such a place. Like, that place could just be there, and if there were no billboards, none of us would talk about it. But the fact that they have so many signs for like 200 miles see, yeah. is why you know you talk about it. And they've, I'm so mm. curious what their billboard bill is like, because there are like hundreds of billboards up and down, and then you actually get to south of the border, and it's like... What happened here? Like a it, feels, it feels like a Fallout game. It, it does. Must be, it must be worth it, right? Well, like they must bring in enough money. How can they make that much money? No, that's the question. I've been you know? there many times. I, that's the place that I would always stop to get gas, just because like the novelty of it. When I would go from SCAD back home, and like they have a, a creepy little arcade. Um, I love a creepy arcade. And there's yeah, just they're, they're, it's dead. There's nothing going on. So I'm curious, what what's the moneymaker? Do they still... So the last time I was there was probably more than 20 years ago. Do they still have the, like, weirdly racist caricatures of Mexican people on the billboards? Dude, that's yeah, their bread yeah, and butter. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do, yeah. How? How do they still have that? Because it's South Carolina. Because that's okay, all yeah. they have. That's their entire bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's South Carolina. I, when I went home uh, for Christmas... I'm I'm still surprised. I'm like, oh wow, that that thing is still up, or or this is still around, because uh, you know times are changing, and I expect a, a a level of a level of of you know something's being changed. But in South Carolina, it it, it never ceases to uh, amaze me. Some of the things I see. 
Is South Carolina like many other red states where the cities are pretty blue yeah. and then you get out of them and it's it's very, very Republican? Is that I mean, that's much every state, is? honestly. Like even California, yeah, that, as blue as right. California is, it's like you drive 40 minutes outside of L.A. and you'll see, you know, Trump flags and stuff. Like yeah. It, yeah. it's literally more so than like states being red or blue. It seems like it, it, it more so has to do with just like largely populated areas and then outside of largely popular like how many how many like very blue rural areas are there like in the middle of like indiana i doubt that there's like a super blue county that has like a very small population yeah i I would bet some like east coast states i mean you're you're right yeah like vermont maybe you're like yeah exactly vermont i mean vermont has this weird thing like new hampshire if you've ever been to new hampshire new hampshire tends to go blue but is also pretty conservative in parts whereas vermont is generally more on the on the blue side of things yeah but yeah and i think a bunch you know a lot of like rural new york is pretty oh yeah aggressive i will see actually uh when when the election happened and and i was following it and i was looking at the the maps i was actually surprised that south carolina has increased its number of blue counties by like a ton compared to when i was a kid because when i was a kid it would just be Charleston, I think, and then even the capital was red, uh, if I remember correctly, and then the capital became blue. That where Ryan's from, so it was Charleston, and then uh, uh, what's Lexington County? Is I think Col- is like the where the capital is. Columbia, yeah. Uh, Columbia, right. So those yep. would be blue. But now, in the most recent election, there were like I think seven or eight blue counties in South Carolina, which was very surprising to me. What yeah. direction does Myrtle Beach lean? Uh, I blue. I believe that's that county starts with a C, I think. I love I can, yeah. I could I could name every South Carolina county. It's one of my specialties. <laughs> After you look them up and read them. Yes. Mer- what's your we, we were talking about Myrtle Beach recently, Matt. What's your take on Myrtle Beach? Are you a fan uh, or like I, I have a soft spot in my heart for it. it's the Vegas of the South. It's like <laughs> uh, it's it's somehow it's somehow more trashy than Vegas. Uh, Broadway at the beach, dude. That was my spot. I so I, I I've only been to Myrtle Beach maybe like five six times in my life because it's I grew up about two hours from Myrtle Beach, um, and I loved it as a kid because there's so much like mini golf. There's there's an unbelievable amount of putt putt there. Like every yep. other building is putt putt, and then uh, I remember seeing a lot of boot stores for some reason. But yeah, there's a mm-hmm. lot of putt putt. Uh, and the beach is, it's like the closest thing in South Carolina you'll get to, like, a taste of, of uh, it's almost like Jersey Shore, but, well, but in, in a small, more poor area. I never went there to go to the beach. I went there for the pub. I didn't either. I, yeah. I went and to go do, like, like, the Ripley's oh. Believe It or Not Museum. Yes. Or, yeah. Okay. Yep. When you went, did they have uh, the Magic Quest at Broadway at the beach? Because we went all the time with the the thing with the like yes, wands yeah yeah the wands. they did what, what is this oh my god it, it's um, like a gimmicky like attraction there, there's a couple I, I think there's a couple around the country but it's exist? like it's like an interactive fun house where you get a magic wand but the magic wand has some kind of like radio control in it so when you use it on like a drawer the drawer will like open up on its own uh, oh, okay. You know cool. that type of that type of that type of fun stuff. It, real price gouge. Like basically, it yeah. feels like the precursor to the Harry Potter worlds, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you want to come here? You want to pay a million dollars for a wand and a butter beer, and your kid totally wants an outfit too. 
But mm-hmm. yeah, the, it, it was also fun because I think when I went maybe one time, uh, just might have been like 2005, 2006. So it's just a bunch of children because you it's timed when you go in. So you have like an yeah. hour maybe. And then it just like shit does not work. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah I've never children, done it. Like, I just heard from from friends. Uh, actually, uh, one one thing I like to do is is go search Myrtle Beach on Google and then just go to news. And then, uh, <laughs> and then you just look at, at you know the 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 new trending news of of Myrtle Beach, uh, and and there's there's plenty of 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 great things you can find about Myrtle Beach. <laughs> oh my, okay. Well, I can't even read that one. The first one I saw is. Although I will say it says Horry <laughs> County, but I thought it said Horny County. I did too, Whoa. but you're, I'm assuming you're reading the same headline I'm reading. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and we're not going to yes. be discussing. Yeah, it. yeah, but Horry County is uh, is where Myrtle Beach is. Great man, man arrested for impersonating police officer at middle school. Chick Fil A <laughs> announces new Myrtle, Myrtle Beach school. restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Arkansas-based uh, restaurant chain to add nine sites in Charleston, Myrtle Beach, uh, and Florence. This is the most southern thing ever. Light snow expected in upstate Columbia and Myrtle Beach areas under winter storm alerts. That means that they'll close down like for like six days. <laughs> for for like a half inch of snow, right? Mm-hmm. No, not even a half inch of snow. Like, uh, like a when sleet. I was a, yeah, when I was a kid, uh, they would close down school if it just got too cold. Like if it got like What's below too cold? Uh, like fourteen, fifteen degrees. It gets um, that cold there, really? Wow. It it can it can. But even if there's like a small chance of snow or a, or a, like a flurry, they'll they'll shut it all down. And I actually wow. uh, January 2018 uh, was like the biggest snowstorm that we've had in ages since like the 80s. And mm-hmm. there was like six inches of snow. It just came down the first week of January, and I got I got trapped. Oh, you were out there. Got, you were out yeah, there. It was, yeah, it was it was awesome. I went on the beach, and it was just like white. That rules. Um, Dude, snow on the beach is the best. It's so cool it, looking. Like all, all the time in New England, you know, it, it snows pretty regularly there. It's just my favorite thing because it's like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah. It's so weird. It's so, it's so, it's such a cool sight to see. Yeah. So much for your global warming, Brian. Yeah, um, no, I know. I actually, I, I, I've co- totally reversed course on that. It, it's definitely a hoax. Good. Yeah, I'm glad no, that you're I, I have on too. the right side of history now. When I moved yeah. to California, they, you know, they tried to they tried to make me believe it, and I did for a bit. And then uh, I saw a little bit of snow in South Carolina, and I said, "Okay, I see, I see, I see." Well, I started listening to this really cool uh, kind of obscure podcast uh, hosted by this guy Joe Rogan, and he asks a lot of really interesting questions. And I think I think if you listen to it, it might just kind of tickle your mind a little Joe. bit. Joe what? Rogan. Joe Rogan? Oh, yeah, you should look him up. He's just he's just starting out, but he asks a lot of really smart questions. And Yeah, I haven't heard of this guy. I feel like you've gotten smarter since you've started listening to him, Ryan. That's right. No, that and I didn't an think that was possible, but it is. An intellectual? Yeah, he's he's a, you know, like, look, I want obviously as you know, I went to to grad school and, and was in academics for a while, but what they don't teach you in grad school is like street smarts, you know? It's mm. not like like it's all book learning and you're in the system yeah. and you get the paper of solidarity that awards <laughs> you jumping onto their groupthink. Right. Right. But right. Then you have the real guys who are asking the real questions like Joe Rogan. So like, I learned a lot. And I thought if Joe Rogan can ask questions, why can't I ask questions? Yeah. Brian, uh, well, do, you, do you think we should start selling like late night supplements? 
Like, should oh, we yeah, get that's on a, that grift? That's a good idea. You guys absolutely should get some like new tropics to sell. We we've been a, My, super mega's been approached by by several companies that are like, oh, you, like you guys got to promote this new tropic. It makes your brain smarter, and like you you, you think more. <laughs> and then you look at like they make it look like this like crazy magic pill, and you look at it and it's just like vitamin B twelve and like a little bit yeah. of like caffeine. It's like no, I don't want to sell pills to children unless yeah, it's NSP, like Xanax or Percocet. NSP got a couple of those emails too too like the supplements i was like Come on, what are i we think doing i think here? i remember brent at one point when i worked for game grumps like we got we got like a sample shipment of these like brain pills and brent was like yeah i mean these are pretty good though i mean let's, we, we can think about it <laughs> <laughs> and i tried them and i felt no different yeah what a shock haven't you also like literally bought the alex jones supplements Mm-mm. i have not bought it i was i was mailed it was mailed to us by some adoring fans. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, all right. And it tastes I just, awful. You know, I've, I've, I saw it on your desk. Yeah. Just asking questions. Well, I, I, I didn't purchase that for myself. Uh, okay. I had some concerned fans that were concerned about my testosterone levels. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, they, they were kind enough to, to purchase that uh, and send it. And Ryan and I have tried it on many occasions uh, in many videos as well. It's disgusting. It, it, it makes your tongue uh, kind of go numb. Uh, whatever's in it, and it just tastes—it's—it's it's a gross syrup. It's a—it's a gross stinky it's a syrup. syrup? And it's just, yeah, it's like—it's like a little dropper, and it's uh, oh wow, it's not a syrup. I guess it's more of like I an it was oil. Like a, I thought they'd be pills a, a or something. Yeah, a tincture. Yeah, a tincture. That's what it is. Because it's—it's kind of like oily, but it's, it's syrupy too. It's sticky, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mm-hmm. have a very good flavor. And uh, Damn though, I when I when I when I take it, I I do feel my muscles pulsating and I get a yeah. horrible migraine, well, but that's part of you know the testosterone flowing. I get a migraine that lasts right. about three days. No, that, but, that that means it's working. If you know, right. if anyone radi- radiates just cool, it's Alex Jones. That guy. Oh, he radiates more than cool. Yeah, he's another one of those people <laughs> that you're talking about, like your your Joseph Rogan guy. You were talking about that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Ha- you know they they have like. They, the they know X what they're factor. talking about, right? Yes, that's right, yeah. The, the, the raw sexual energy of a man who just really knows what he's talking about and preferably well, me, I'm familiar. lobster red. Just yeah. yes. a oh, well, shade darker yeah. than lobster, even. Mm. That's richer, yeah. Veins just popping. Mellow. How many times has Alex Jones been married? Is it less than 10 or more than 10? I'm uh, I'd say less than 10. Uh but but I think I mean my favorite thing regarding Alex Jones' marriage was when he went to court for like a child custody thing. Wait a minute. Thing. Oh, it, hold on. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, well, no, actually, no, no. Go ahead. Thing. No, no. Finish, finish your thing, and then I, I was going to say he he couldn't remember like basic details about his children during this court this custody hearing <laughs> because he had eaten. He said that he had eaten a bowl of of hot chili right before, and it was so oh, spicy nice. that yeah. that he couldn't he couldn't like remember these basic facts about his children. Because the, the bowl of chili, asshole. Um, here, okay, here's the thing that made me say, "Oh my hot god!" Chili. Um, <laughs> age-wise, how would you say Alex Jones and I differ in terms of age? Who is older, and by how much? You, but uh, barely. Wait, what was that, Layden? You, but barely. Well, the way okay. you're framing this question makes me think that the answer has to be you are older. Alex. Well, no, I, I, I'm a master manipulator, so you fell for uh, my uh, trap. How old Alex, is he? He is one year older than I am. 
Oh, man. You... But I would have thought he was like, ten, I don't know, 10 years old. Yeah, he... That's what a lot of testosterone does to you. It makes you look, yeah. uh, I, know, I, I know you're a little bit jealous, Brian, of the oh, man, no, but no. You, know, you don't have to bring up his age to try to embarrass him because <laughs> he looks pretty good for, for how old are you, 55? Uh, about, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I turn 55 mm -hmm. next month, yeah. That's right. Oh, I turn 26 next month. That's great. Am I, can I come to your party? Uh, I'm not having a party. Oh, that's a bummer. Matt, can I but, come to your party? Uh, yeah, if I yeah. had one. If I had well, one. I'd, right, might, right, right. I'll text you like a, like a joke, like an idea, if I were to have a party, like what the, the idea would be like for the time and date and what the theme is. But it's mm -hmm. just a joke that I'm going to send you. What that's would funny. be the funniest thing, like if I were to bring a snack to this party, that's totally a joke? Oh, my God. If you wanted to, like... If you really wanted to play it up for like a like a fake party, honestly, bring bring anything like like cookies or uh, mm. like some treat like that. Maybe maybe you know it could be a BYOB if if I was really joking. And yes, you could bring like white claws or even if you brought some liquor. You know we got plenty of mixers and you know people. I mean we would have plenty of mixers hypothetically, and people could hypothetically drink that. Will you hypothetically text me? Yeah, I'll text you, like, right now as a joke, uh, like, if I were pretending to have awesome. a party. Wow, it's Brian, the fake text yeah. that I just received. But, Brian, yeah, uh, no, no, I'm not party. having a party. Okay, cool. I'd let you know cool. if I was. I get it. Yeah, it would be my first party. Ever. Someday, I hope to go to a party. Yeah, someday. Well, uh, they're not any fun anyway, so. That no, is they don't true. sound like it. There's not a lot of Matt, fun things happening at parties. Matt, the other day I was thinking about how wonderful it was for you, me, and Ryan to get Buffalo Wild Wings and watch Better Call Saul every week. What a treat that we got, was. It was, and, and we have to pick that back up when it comes back for the final season. The final is, season? Is yeah, this next one the final one? Yeah, the next one's the final one, and it's been oh, shit. Uh, you know, postponed forever because of COVID, and then also... Uh, Bob Odenkirk had his heart attack. His little, his little heart attack on set. Right. Uh, but I actually think he just shit his pants and he was embarrassed, so he came up with something. <laughs> That's what I would do if I was like somewhere like on set and I shit my pants. Uh, I would I would be like, well, I have to fake something a lot more serious so it doesn't. I actually have a whole plan where if I ever shit my pants, I would just vomit all over myself. So then, the, like the vomit would mask the smell of shit, and mm -hmm. but then if people notice that, well, then I would actually be stuck with vomit and shit in my pants. So. But as long but you, as people don't think I just shit my pants. But you could have shit your pants in response to the vomiting, which I think would have been more of a natural reaction because you're you have a thing about vomit, right? Mm-hmm. Like a yeah, fetish, you, yeah. You love to eat it. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. it's it's got a, a very specific texture and flavor that I can't get enough of. No. But the I final know. season of Better Call Saul is and apparently they're splitting it up into two like half seasons like they, they did with Breaking like they Bad. Did with Breaking Bad, yeah. Yeah, but I think Ryan told me the break is only going to be like a couple months, not a whole year. Okay, uh, so not too bad. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked though. I can't wait. It's supposed to it's supposed to come out early 2022 is the last that I saw. Oh, really? You would think they would have announced it by now. I know, I know. I mean, I think they got to be done filming it by now cuz they started filming it in 2020. Uh yeah. So they, they got to hurry, man. Mike is, uh, he's getting old. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of scaring yeah. me. It's like, yeah, he Jonathan can only, Banks is, he's got to be a, approaching 80, right? He's creeping up there. And like, it, it's getting more noticeable 
uh like the older he gets and i'm like guys you got to finish this you got to finish this fast because <laughs> Trump, if he were if he were to crow uh you know i just what would they do like would they just yeah uh mike mike flew off to to uh san jose for <laughs> to the deal, rest of the yeah, series deal with some yeah. frank stuff um, yeah. i was gonna say you're, the pants shitting thing reminds me of uh the best pants shitting story i've ever heard which i'm gonna try to recount to you now so this did not happen to me it happened, so it to, happened to okay a friend yeah. of mine okay so just a to friend. be clear and i'm gonna see if i can tell this okay so uh this guy uh whose name let, let's call him uh matt and uh so so matt matt is he has a a, a hot date scheduled with a, a a girl he likes and uh before the date he's not feeling so well feeling like you know he's got some some tummy rumblies been there and uh he's like but i really want to see this girl i think i feel good enough to uh to to go go see her so they they start walking you know they they meet up we're walking around town and like 10 minutes into the walking around portion of the date this guy massively shits his pants <laughs> and it's a nightmare n- nightmare so he's i have like, nightmares about that actually i'm not kidding <laughs> oh yeah it, it's it, it's the worst feeling in the world right uh, so he's like fuck i think but it wasn't bad enough that it was unsalvageable what so, kind of pants are we talking about in this situation? Okay. Like, if, that you, makes if a you shit your pants on a date, I don't think it's it's ever salvageable. They're <laughs> well, shitting so, your pants. He, no, no, no. But, but <laughs> just listen to the story, okay? So he, uh, they're they're in like some downtown kind of shopping district, and uh, this guy is like, you know, the wheels are, are spinning in his brain. He's like, what do I do? What do I do? And they pass a gap. And so he says to the, mm. the girl he's with, he's like, oh, you know what? I'm really sorry to do this, but I just remembered uh, <laughs> my cousin's birthday <laughs> is tomorrow. And I just, I want to, his favorite store is The Gap. I just want to go in like real, real quick <laughs> to like, uh, to, 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 to get something for him. And the girl's like, okay, I guess. So they walk into The Gap together and this guy Wait, he goes, so he, but he's with her and he has shit in his pants right now. <laughs> he, he does. That's correct. But it's She's not already like, noticed then. There's no way you can has, stand up to not, someone and have shit she, in your pants and they don't notice. Well, look, obviously I'm not inside this girl's head. So I can't, I can't say what she did or didn't know. No one can really say, and this is an interesting point we should get back to later. No one can really say what another human does or doesn't know, right? But yeah, yeah. the way this story was recounted to me, the girl did not know. So, so he goes in the gap. And he makes a beeline for the pants. But he's like, this would be so weird if I just walk into the gap to buy a pair of pants for no reason. So he's like, oh, he's got to put them on, it. too. Well, we're getting to that. So <laughs> okay. uh, uh, so he's like, OK, I'll get something else. He gets a he gets a shirt. You know, he's trying to move this whole process along. So he, he goes up to the to the cashier. Wait, he gets right? a shirt. He just goes. He picks out a shirt, too. So he's, he walks up to the. Uh, uh, cash register. He got pants, shirt. I think he said he got a couple other things too. And he goes up to the cash register and he's checking out. He's like, "Hey, sorry, I'm really in a rush here." Because obviously, you know, there's a there's a there's a clock counting down to when this becomes a visible and possibly olfactory uh, problem. How so, is it? How is uh, it already not? It's shit in his <laughs> I pants. I have so many questions. Uh, look, all I can tell you is that the way this story was told to me, it was not yet a problem. 
<laughs> I, I, I can't answer it. I wasn't there. So uh, so he rushes up to the cash register, tells the girl, like, hey, just wait here for a second. I'll be right back. Just going to check okay. out. Okay. Goes up to the cash register uh, and, and is like, hey, can we just hurry this along? I just want all this stuff. Uh, and he's like, and the cashier is like, no problem. Puts the stuff in a bag, uh, like checks out and, and goes. And now they're, okay. they're going to take the, the, the train, uh, the, the subway, to their next destination. So he's like, okay, this is my moment. Because I can't, by the way, he's like, I can't go to the dressing room because I said this is for my cousin, right? Because also it would be a, like a, a kind of right. a selfish, weird act mm-hmm. to on a date be like, actually, I'm going to go, you know, I'm just going to go buy some clothes for myself, at least in this guy's mind. So well, couldn't they just go clothes shopping? Like that's a fun could, date that activity. Wasn't, but I think they had to be somewhere maybe. I don't really recall. But they have to get on the subway to go to the next stop. Okay. So he's like, okay, this is my deal. You know how on the, if you've ever been in the New York subway, you can go between the cars. Well, right? yeah, and also like the New York subway already smells like shit, so... <laughs> already yeah. smells like shit, so he's going to know. So uh, he, he's like, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get on the train, and I'm going to go between the cars. I'm going to just excuse myself for a second. I'm going to go between the cars, change real quick there, get back on. All right, this is the guy's plan. So they get on the train. He says, hey, just, uh, just a second. I think I, see, I think I see someone I know in that, in that car there. Just hold on. I'll be right back. So... He pops between the, the set of cars. At this point, his pants are, like, rank with shit. So, yeah, she's noticed, dude. Okay, maybe so. I can't comment on this, and I have established this. So, I don't know. Anyway, he, uh, he's like, I've got to get these things off. He takes off his, like, his pants, takes off his underwear, I presume. You know, kind of cleans himself up. He's, well, he's like, got to take the—I to- mean, you can't just take the— pants off and leave the underwear full of shit still <laughs> yeah that's exactly he's got to take I, it I, all I, off I, I see we have a fellow strategist that's exactly right <laughs> oh so, i thought through uh, this stuff i know, no, I know it, how it, it works it, it, everyone's thought through this exact scenario so he he like takes he's like i got this these pants full of shit now what am i gonna do oh i'm on the subway he just throws them off the train okay Genius, he just throws right. just throws them off reaches into the gap bag to find nothing but shirts <laughs> oh my god and at this point, he has a decision <laughs> to make, which is, what do I do? Now, this is before there was cell phone reception in the subway. Okay? Oh. So this is before the cell phone reception in the subway. He's like, what do I do at this point? And his brain says, don't go back. <laughs> so he stands in between the car, kind of hiding. And just lets this girl go until the end of the line on the subway. And she never called him again. That's the best way it could have ended, honestly. Yeah. Minus, yep. minus yeah. putting pants on. But I have so many questions here because... Look, yeah. we all do. Why? why so if he... If, but she would... First of all, there's no way you, you massively shit your pants and then have the time to walk around to the gap, okay, back so to the train station, and no one smells shit. But, but, when when, I, when I shit my pants, I smell it immediately, just from personal yeah. experience. So, and so, so does everybody I, else around me. I think yeah. that's a good point. If the story is true, as it was presented to me, it might have not been a massive shit, but just like a teeny little shit. Okay. A little, a little. That's always a possibility. A shirt is a much different story than full-on... You know what? You're, like, you're did right, he have a log that, of shit in his pants, or are we talking like a like a? Look, I, I'd love to be able to to answer this. I presume from the stomach troubles, it was probably a uh, little bit of a shark. Yeah. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. Now, 
Now, also, uh, didn't he? Why, didn't he go in to buy pants? Why do you only have shirts? <laughs> he did. Yeah. The cashier forgot to put them in the back. Oh, wow, oh. wow! That is that's the worst time that ever could have happened. And also, right. Uh, so, but what? It, what did? It, yeah, the the girl obviously gets off the train without him. But then, what does he do if he has no pants? Well, that's a very good question. It's also New York. He's now in. So, oh yeah, fit that's right true. in. That's true. Yeah. Wow, that is. I mean, he had shirts, so he could like tie something around his right. waist or something. He could, right. he could, he could have a T-shirt on as pants and still yeah. smell like shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's incredible. I had another question about this um, discussion group. What, what, what was yeah. the other question I just honestly, had? Honestly, honestly, you're on a date. You shit your pants. You I'm just tell them, them right? <laughs> just be yes, like, no, look. That, the, the, the same thing. There's to no do. way around it. There's no. no way around it. The same thing to do, even if you don't want to tell them. You say, I'm really sorry. I'm not feeling well. I, 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 I want to see you again, but I just have to go, like, right, right now. now. Even if you, if you don't want to tell them, you don't make up this elaborate excuse. You just say, I'm so sorry. I don't feel good. Because that's, go. there's that's one scenario in which myself. you shit your pants. And then there's another <laughs> where you shit your pants and you're a liar. <laughs> right. That's right. And you ghosted the, because, you know, like, he disappeared. Yeah. And she's like, well, okay. And, but she obviously knew he shit his pants. So on this date, he shit his pants. Well, and ghosted maybe all the, so and now yeah. on another podcast this woman's telling a story about the time that she went on a date with the guy and he shit his pants and then ghosted and her ghosted her yeah 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 ghost. that, that i believe that's on the ghost shitters cast mm -hmm. i when was the last time i shit my pants um well let actually, me check it, my records it's been a while it's been a while actually so believe it or not it so. there a lot of it happened in 2020 <laughs> oh my god, it's 2022. I was I was like last year was 2020. No, a lot of it yeah, happened yeah. in 2021. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Right? 2020? Whenever I had my asshole surgery, there was there was a lot of that following. Oh, that's right. I that's right. Horrible yeah. week. Worst week of my life after that. They they, they only gave me uh, Tylenol for some reason. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't know you were having it and then you texted me. I had surgery on my asshole one night. Yeah, I just I needed someone to talk to, man. It was rough. It no, hurt I'm really, not. really, really bad. That's why they call me the butthole guy. Yeah. Didn't you I mean, also I... get nose surgery recently? Yes. Somebody I got recently? nose surgery at the beginning of last year uh, because my septum was, like, so deviated that on the x-ray, you couldn't even see the, uh, like, the clear a... path passage. It was just, like, really? one passage and then just completely just... How much that. better oh, is your life now? Because I oh. also desperately need this surgery. It is oh, life-changing. It was incredible because the recovery was nothing like the recovery was fine i felt fine the same day uh and Shit. for that they gave me a vicodin prescription and i'm like why did why did they give me vicodin for this painless recovery when my asshole was <laughs> was literally like full of stitches and and just the most painful thing in the world and they give me tylenol it, it didn't make any sense um oh, wow. but yeah i tell you what uh, the nose thing is like, right when they woke me up in the hospital, they were like, take a deep breath. And I was like, because it used to be if I covered up this nostril and I breathed in, it would just be like, mm -hmm. like you was couldn't that, even, I couldn't even breathe out of it, really. Was that that's, because of an accident or that's just how you were built? No, it's just how it's always been. Um, crazy. And I find myself a lot less tired nowadays uh, because I think that I had a lot of getting... sleep. I still have a lot of sleep issues, but... Uh, I think that before I had that nose surgery, a lot of my sleep issues where I just wasn't getting enough oxygen yeah, at totally. night. Because they said Shit. I had sleep apnea after doing a sleep study, and I think I, that uh, they just dude, mis I mistook had sleep it. Apnea. 
Yeah. Well, I, they, I got the CPAP machine. I got I just the pap got smear one. machine and everything, and I think that they, <laughs> I think that they like just mistook it for sleep apnea uh, yeah. because I have no other symptoms of sleep apnea, and I've and I right. you know, this is my la- my last podcast before I die of sleep apnea tonight. <laughs> but uh, I do also, have narcolepsy, would, but that's I it. would imagine sleep apnea is it probably gets more common as you get older. It's probably unusual to have sleep apnea at like 25 or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of sleep. I have insomnia and I have narcolepsy, but on the sleep test, they just said I had sleep apnea. Uh, and I'm guessing it's because my, my oxygen flow, I yeah. would always wake up because I think that I, I would breathe through my nose and I wouldn't get enough oxygen, so I'd wake myself up, which probably looks the same on the sleep study as you know sleep apnea where you stop breathing. Yeah, I, yeah, I just my, was listening. I, I have yeah, needed ahead, that surgery for like, so long and so i was going to, i was going to get it and then it was march 2020 and i just need to do it because i know that it will significantly improve my life because i so up cannot it. cannot breathe out of my nose which is great is it when the you same? do a podcast can you cover it's... up like the one that works and try to breathe through the yeah other one? i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it on this show but it, it's a grim thing if i tilted my head back you would see how bad it is i yeah I you love... could you could see it's it when visible? you looked up like yeah on mine, on mine, like one nostril was was regular sized, and the other one on the inside was just a slit. Yeah, and it, my, it, it mine literally did like, this. It was a curve like that. Mine are both I have, like Voldemort's slits. Yeah, and I got huh. I got a I got a uh, like a scan of my mm-hmm. like an X-ray from the top to see another mm-hmm. view, and uh, it's crazy how like I have X-rays of it still. Uh, of my of my head. I'm gonna see if I can find it because it was it was just. And you've please. had that ever since you were little, as like far as life. I can remember. Yeah, and crazy. Being able to breathe is just. Oh, it's, it's one great. Of the, it's, I'm so it's jealous. It's important. It's it's almost yeah. it's almost like it's one of the crucial things you need in your yeah. in your life. I whenever whenever I do get the surgery, I'm gonna insist that the doctor take pictures of my face while it's like cut open and shit. Oh, I got I got uh, a good picture like shortly when I got home. My nose was just blood pouring blood, and uh, yeah. I got I got a good picture on my Instagram story. Let me see if I can actually find. I'll show you guys real quick. Oh yeah, is it just you with like a super bloody nose? Yeah, and it's like all I, over my. I recall this. Yeah. Oh okay. Here we go. Here we go. Um, there, here's the x-rays. Okay, I don't know how well you can see this, but, uh, you could kind of see, like, the, no, that's (laughs) just me. Here, can you see, can you see, like, how Mm -hmm. deviated it is on one side? And then I have, uh, oh, yeah, here is the, from the top down, the septum reveal. dude. It's supposed to be two clear passageways, but you can only see. Oh, there it is. Oh, my God. See how, like, there's not even a clear passageway on the second one? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And that's right after when I got out of surgery and I got home. Wow. (laughs) That's a vibe. That's that's, very 2012 Tumblr aesthetic of you. Yeah. They put a stint (laughs) up my nose. They put, like, this huge stint that I didn't know was, was that big up there. And then when I had to get it removed, they took it and they pulled it out. And it was, like, that big. It was awesome. Crazy. The it's things that were coming that we out of my nose little... after that surgery were awesome. I bet. Yeah, very satisfying, insane. I'm sure. Very satisfying. So this, just unbelievable. This is the exact thing, exact kind of surgery you need, Layton? I need to get a full functional rhinoplasty, mm-hmm. which yep. you would call it a rhinoplasty, but insurance doesn't cover it unless you call it a functional one. Really? Yeah. Because otherwise they think it's just plastic Septoplasty? surgery. Septoplasty? 
or something yeah well because like a rhinoplasty is different from a septoplasty i have to do like a full rhinoplasty because it's not only like my septum's fucked but also both nasal canals are collapsed and also i have cysts Mm. so shit wow yeah they 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 (laughs) i didn't have any like uh cartilage in my septum where it needed to be it was just like floppy so they had to put cartilage in my septum did you try rubbing it yeah yeah and it you know it didn't Still yeah. nothing. So, but now I have cartilage where there used to not be cartilage, and it's a weird feeling. And they told did they, me did that they have the, to put new cartilage in, or did your nose just make it? Uh, no, they had to put it in, but they got it from my my septum because it was curved. So when they straightened it out, you know, there was extra because that's a curved wild. line. Wow, what does extra line. cartilage look like? Is it just sort well, of? Well, it's it's in my nose now. It's it's like the very bottom tip of my nose, and it uh. It was great surgery. Can't recommend it enough. I re- I love surgery. It was fantastic. I'm so glad that we've covered so many topics that will be very easy to listen to, to for oh anybody God. who's squeamish about yeah. body stuff. Yeah. You know, shitting, shitting of the pants. Well, I, I, for, okay. I think that I've, I've, every podcast I go on, even I, I didn't even bring it up this time. It just somehow always turns to something about shitting. Every time mm-hmm. I'm a guest, there's something about shitting pants or... I actually shit my pants at the Game Grumps office once. Um, I mean, haven't we all? It Surely was... you're not the only one who's done that. Oh, I know. Aaron, I know Aaron's done it. Yeah, I shit my. It was it was late at night, uh, and and Ryan and I were at the office recording some super mega content, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, "Yo, Ryan, check this out!" And I like turned around to like like rip ass at him, and then I just shit my pants, uh, and I was like, I was like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "Ryan." Did I shit my pants? He's like, yeah, I can see it. Uh, so Ryan, being the, the good friend he is, uh, got up and drove back to our apartment uh, and FaceTimed me and got me a pair of underwear and a pair of oh pants God. and what drove back. Uh, but we had, ordered, we had ordered food. Um, <laughs> so I was, sca- I was really scared that the food was going to get there before Ryan was going to come back. Uh, so I just walked around the, the Game Grumps office butt-ass naked uh, for, for about 20 minutes waiting for Ryan to bring me back non-shit pants. Wow. And this uh, is like late at night or something? Uh, it's probably like 8 or 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. But this was before the office was like re- renovated. This was this was old school Grumps right. office. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 Mm. Wow. Well, that's my... Should we my... introduce the show now that we've yes. extensively talked yeah. about shitting our pants? Yeah, let's do it because this is a big episode, right? This is episode number one hundred. I'm so, I completely. Show. I was having such a good time hanging out that I forgot that this is like a milestone episode. And now, mm. if anybody's ever like, one. "Hey, go listen to the episode one hundred of Late Night," and it's fifty yeah. minutes of us talking about shitting our pants and and nasal and butthole surgery. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so everybody, uh, this is episode one hundred of Late Night with Brian Wacht. Over here, we have Leighton Gray. Hey, that's me. The one who just spoke, that was Brian. What's up? Mystery guest. 100th mystery guest. It's me. Who the fuck are you? It's me. And your name is? Matthew Watson. Wow. It's me. Describe yourself in one or two sentences. One or two sentences? Um, I am an influencer who influences uh, on the internet with his influence. 
uh, being See, uh, comedy. I would have described you as a flirty bad boy with no mm. regard for human decency. Brian. Well, that that's what I describe myself when I'm not on not on a podcast, mm-hmm. you know. I describe myself as a little bit of a bad boy. I know a thing or two about motorcycles. No, you're one of the original bad boys of the internet. I believe, yes, famously. yes, yeah. yes, I am. And uh, uh, that's something that I'll always, I'll always keep it at heart with me. Well, we are very, very excited to have you on uh, on the show uh, this week, especially for such a milestone episode. So yeah. thank you for, for being here with us. Absolutely. Thank you, for, thank you guys for having me. Uh, I've, I've been meaning to come on this podcast for, for quite some time now. For 100 um, episodes. 100 whole episodes, yeah. <laughs> you guys asked me in the very beginning, and then they've asked me throughout, and for some reason it's always it's always slipped through the cracks. We get it. Uh, We're all busy. Yeah. But but now, you know, when you guys invited me, and you're like, it's the 100th episode, I felt I was, like, honored to, to be, to be. So I said, you know what? F it. I'm, I'm, I'm going on. And here you are. And it's episode 100. So- My agent was trying to stop me the whole time, honestly. No, that's, that's why, why it happened. But I fired him. Don't listen uh, to agents. His name was Brent. He's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny that he would tell you that, considering he was on the show last week. Well, that's why. He didn't want to be upstaged. Yep. True. That's, that's how Brent's a little son of a bitch, and he gets very jealous very easy. <laughs> he think, he always thinks everyone else is going to steal the, steal the stage from him. So, did, he, did, did he tell you, because he told us... About the charges the that he's facing right now? <laughs> yeah, those are pretty bad. Yeah. But I don't uh, think he wants us to talk about those. I, I, as his lawyer, I can't comment on them. Uh, he he was reluctant to be on this show because of a time he was on your show. Do you know oh, about this? Uh, well, he's been on the show. He's been on our show several times. Uh, always uninvited, actually. Um, right. Right. So he well, can't really get mad at anything from our show when he <laughs> when he put himself in the situation. I mean, there, no, no. he's he's been talked about on our show a lot. Yeah. So he he came on your show and said, "I I didn't even know this was a an incident. And I don't think it really was. I think he just read comments when he shouldn't have." With he his said penis. something about being yeah. Well, believe me, we talked extensively about his very large and very disgusting penis. Yes. Um, but he was on your show and he said something about being proud of you guys for being successful and apparently uh, certain people got mad at him saying that right because people wanted us to not be successful and they <laughs> they want us to they want to kick us down every chance they get yeah so hearing somebody encourage us was very upsetting for them Did, are, are you aware that that was a thing people were upset about or had you not heard that before uh, when when he congratulated us for like uh, being more popular and successful than the Game Grumps, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, what I'm referring to. No, that's no, right. yeah, he. I think he briefly mentioned it to me once that uh, people thought he was he was uh, saying it like in a condescending way. Right. But no, I I, I know Brent would never be condescending. No, never. <laughs> Brent, but Brent, I yeah, love Brent so much though. Brent is Brent is truly someone special. Uh, truly really special is. man, and it, it's it's crazy to think that I've known Brent now, uh, almost seven years, uh, right? Almost. Yeah. Exactly. How how many people wow. can you say have ba- bailed you out of jail? Uh, well, that's yeah, true. just Brent. Brent. Well, he didn't pay any bail, so I can't give him that credit. There was no bail to be paid. I was <laughs> sure. only detained, not arrested. Yeah. Um, unlike Brent, uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, he's a great guy. Great guy. I love Brent, and you know, he's got a problem downstairs that he needs to really address and a bar of soap would just be a simple solution but he doesn't 
you know, tried telling him, but it's all right. He, he hates it. It's not that he doesn't like the idea of soap. He doesn't like the soap industry. He has some moral right, I get uh, that. objections to it. But, yeah, well, you don't even need soap. I mean, just some, just some, some hot water, you know, well, you, will do. Maybe think, a little eucalyptus oil. Yeah, I've tried to have this discussion with him, but he just refuses to engage. You know, you, I'm sure you've, you've tried. He just walks away. Yeah, we he, had to make got, it public he, at some point uh, to, to get more word out there. Um, raise but, awareness. Yeah. Start I, a GoFundMe. We love we love spreading wildly uh, untrue and unflattering rumors about uh, people in our life uh, yeah, to so, the internet. You know we're we're really professional in the way that we have absolutely zero professionalism, and so I wanted to ask somebody else who is also an unprofessional who's been podcasting longer than we have considerably. Like, what episode of of the show are you guys on? Uh, after I hang up this call, I have to go edit episode 280. Wow. God damn. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so almost, proud almost of you guys. <laughs> Aw, thank oh, you. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You're fucked, Layton. You're fucked. It's, it's, it's fun. I love, I love, I love podcasting and I'm excited to be as far as we are. I honestly, I, I didn't think we would get to, uh, episode 280 even, so... I did not think that we personally would get past episode five, so... Hey, look at you. There, there was some tension early on that yeah, eventually... Yeah, I wouldn't say got resolved so much as ignored. Brian brings his... Brian, I, you got to not bring in the politics. Who is messaging me? What the hell? Do you hear this? <laughs> yeah, I'm all, I also just got like 10 messages from someone. But but what were you what were you saying, Leighton? You were asking me a question about professionalism. Oh, I was going to ask... And how did I get so professional? From, from one big dick pod, podcaster to another... Um, mm -hmm. how, how do you do it? What's, what's your secret? What's the secret to, to keeping the, the, the spice in a podcast over 280 episodes? How do you, how do you keep things interesting? Mm. Well, the, the, the secret is being contractually ob obligated to release a podcast every single week by, mm -hmm. a, by a large corporation or else we'll face legal punishments. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's the real answer. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, I, I, I just, what I used to worry about earlier in the podcast around, especially, I guess, around episode 100 was like, talking fuck, about like, we're going to, nasal surgery, we're going to run out of things to talk about. Like, like, how, how are we just going to keep sitting down every week and talking? Uh, and then I realized it's impossible to run out of things to talk about, especially when you can talk about things like shitting. Um, <laughs> there's always something to talk about. Mm -hmm. So Ryan and I, uh, just sit down and just fucking go for it. We never plan a podcast with topics or anything. We just sit down, turn on the mics, and go. And I don't know. It's never changed. It's always been the same process of recording and just sitting and talking with each other. And yeah. that's what it will always stay. So I guess, I guess the reason that the spark is there is because we are genuinely good friends and we enjoy making each other laugh and talking. And then that is, that's what yeah. keeps it going. If we didn't like each other, if it was just a business thing, uh, kind of like what you guys have going, it would be it would be sorry, difficult. Sorry, I understand. To, to be fair, you're thinking about Ninja Sex Party. Yeah, that's that. Sorry, <laughs> no. sorry, that's what I meant. Uh, but yeah, honestly, I think the friendship is a. If you do a podcast or just anything with someone that you're good friends with, um, there's a lot of fun chemistry. It could put a strain on a friendship for sure. Um, Ryan and I don't talk outside of Super Mega ever, but uh, it's fun, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, because at some point you trade friendship for money. Right, and that's just right. a choice you, yeah. you you can make, and it's, you'd it's, much it's rather have money over friendship. That's right, because look, 
you can get more friends. You can't get more money. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's the only way to get more money. Just trade all friend for money. Yeah, that's, that's right. just what I've Honestly, been doing well, the, in Civ. The idea, I've, I've read the art of the deal. <laughs> what you should do is you go down your friend list and you think, how can I monetize this relationship? Mm-hmm. Right. In order. And then you start a project with everyone on your friend list. Yeah. And and make some coin. Make Eventually some coin. you burn out and you die. Yeah. yeah. That's but right. you made some coin in the process. That's right. You know, friends. And that's that's why you need a prenup. Friends come and go. But money is forever. Yeah. I think is what they say. <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, you guys, I can tell, have, have great chemistry. It's all about doing it with someone that's fun, that has, that has good chemistry with you. Ryan yeah. and I uh, have, have, have chemistry, no, I like to think. Forever. Not like sexual uh, tension chemistry, but right. like we just, you know, we, we know how to rip off of each other. Uh, so we use that what, to our advantage. What I, my favorite thing about you guys is you take big swings. Like you do big awesome things like with the nascar thing and and you wrote a book and you know you 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 take big chances that i think pay off more off more often than not and even when they don't they're at least interesting and fun thank and you and it's it, honestly when, when i think about like you know whatever the next year or so late and i were kind of talking about this yesterday uh what we want to do i kind of i use you guys as an example of look here here are people who are like really taking some chances and 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 doing fun and genuinely interesting and new stuff so I'm, I'm so impressed with you guys thank uh, you so in, much man in many many ways but making me it, also, it also doesn't that. hurt that yeah. you two are like two of the most aggressively funny people i've ever encountered <laughs> oh so thank that. you yeah you yeah. guys are you guys are you guys are gonna make me tear up yeah cry bitch I, I'm thinking about it right now. Uh, that's our that's our new segment. It's just called yeah. Cry Bitch. It's where we compliment someone into crying. Yeah, you compliment like them to get them like in a in a safe position and open up, just so you can tear them down shortly just, yeah. after. We uh, in the industry call that love bombing. Hell exactly. yeah, we do. I that's that's something that we we try to do is like uh, we try to every year pick out a couple things that are like big, where mm-hmm. it's like oh this is just. We, we like being known as like taking a bit too far or like like wouldn't it be crazy if we did this and then doing yes. it like the NASCAR thing was it was an example of like I don't think any other YouTubers have ever gotten you know a NASCAR yeah. before which I actually learned that if you call it a NASCAR NASCAR fans get very mad because it's not a NASCAR <laughs> NASCAR is the company it's a it's fast a, car it's a it's a race car that's in a NASCAR race mm. so I still call it a NASCAR just because it's you know it's you know it's, yeah, it's, it's I like it's to like, piss them off. It's like the assholes who get mad when you say Legos. Are you not you supposed know? to say Legos? No, you're supposed to say Lego bricks. What? So the plural. Well, who gives a this fuck? This is if you pick up what I would call a Lego, people would be like, oh, that's, that's a that's Lego brick. A Lego. That's a Lego brick. Legos and the brand. Legos the brand. Okay. And the things are bricks. So well, you don't say a Coca Cola. Oh yeah, you do actually. You do. You say this for a million other fucking things. It's like you know whatever. I bought a Honda. They know what I'm talking about, though. That's the thing with the English language. Is 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 if they don't understand that, then they're an idiot. It's it's the context of NASCAR. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I was just sitting on that one for like a full sixty seconds. That's that's a good one. Uh, Uh, That's how podcasting works. It is. Yep. You think of something funny, and then you wait, and then if you don't get a chance to, if the moment passes, then you forget it, and then you, then you linger on it for the rest of the podcast. Like, what was I going to say? Fuck. Um, what's something? 
Maybe you don't want to say it because it's it's upcoming. But what's something? Can you think of a big chance you wanted to take that you were like, eh, nah, that's that that's going too far, or we can't do it, or or something like that? Does anything yeah. Jump out like that? Uh, oh, there's a couple, a couple of. Well, they're not off the table, but we we've you know we've been toying with the idea of going to Antarctica. Um, mm-hmm. We've uh, we got we do have some big ones coming up that are that are cool. I don't really want to talk about, right, but of course. Uh, I think big ones that we that we scrapped because it just didn't seem we were gonna go skydiving. I mean that's not that big, but Ryan is deathly afraid of oh dude of, of that scares the hell out of me. Which I don't blame him at all. I mean it's terrifying. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think uh, over some we we've thought about we've joked about sponsoring like a little league team, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but just that wasn't really worth it. I'm trying to, I I, I don't fun. think we have anything like that we've really scrapped like fully because yeah. usually instead of fully scrapping we'll just kind of put it on the back burner and then if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I don't know. Well, I was going to say the, the other thing that to me is so cool about what you do is you very much have the uh spirit of well, let's just fucking do it. Like like with yeah. your music stuff, which is great. I love that, you. you know, you were like texting me about mixing and stuff. And you're like, eh, I'm just going to learn it myself. Like that is li- literally what, when I think about what kind of dad I want to be, that's the one of the values I want to instill in Audrey is the like, I can do I can learn it. I can do it. So you you're know? saying I'd be a good son. I mean, look, we are taking applications at the moment. If you're looking to get adopted now, I could have well, a father that would say he's proud of me. No, I mean, we'll talk. Okay. Depends how much you're willing to pay. Okay. But you like, for, there's for a it. price for, for everything. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, look, if you want to live it, here. It would be nice to have a father that would say that. Um, but it, but in, in all honestly, though, I, I one of the things I want to teach Audrey is, like, is this spirit of I'm just going to learn it and do it, which is something that I feel like is is very hard to – to, to teach people like some people have that as like that vibe and some people don't you can mm. learn it of course but um I, I think a lot you know of course i uh use my academic experience too this is like the the difference between what we would call like an undergrad and a grad student in terms of uh just kind of general ethos like a right. grad student aesthetic is so the, the, like an undergrad or a high school student will often say, well, nobody taught me. I, I, did, I don't know it because nobody taught me. And it's not my fault I don't know it. And, and there is a point to which that's true, of course. Right. You know, very early on. It, what you try to teach people as they go on in their academic careers is no one's going to teach you. You just have to go learn it. Like go learn it yourself and figure it out. Right. And it's ultimately not anyone else's responsibility for what you do or don't know. Or in the case of what you do, what you do or don't create. Like you had an interest in music and you were like, I'm going to try this and do it. And I, I love that. I think that's incredible. Thank you. That means a lot. I owe a lot of that to my late friend, Daniel, because he yeah. he would uh, want to like figure out how to do something like there'd be something that he would, you know, when when we would make videos and stuff, he'd be like, uh, there'd be like a special effect we need to learn. He'd be like, oh, I'll figure out how to do it. And then he would teach himself really quick. And yeah. that was always super inspiring to me. Um, so I, yeah. I carry that with me a lot, that, that mindset of, uh, cause I, you know, if you want to learn how to do something, no matter who you are, you, if you put your mind to it, you can. Totally. I sound, I sound like a, like high school inspirational 
uh, <laughs> motivation coach. But it's it is true. It's it's if you if you have the will, like the want to do it, you you can find a way to make it happen. Totally. It, it's also the way that you talk to yourself about it because I feel like maybe both of you get this uh, in life in general of people being like, oh, I could never do that. Um, but like, I don't know if you if keep you tell telling yourself, yourself that, I could yeah. never do that. Like there are many, many things in my life that have thought like, oh, I can never do that. But then you, it's just time and patience. And not everybody has time. Like, you know, Absolutely. Time, time is a luxury to do things. Um, and but yeah, it, it, it's, it's with such a glut of information available, you just got to have the, not even the discipline, you just, if you want it, go get after it. Yeah, yeah and that, that's something that is really different about the world in which you guys grew up in compared to the world I grew up in, where like this kind of information of how to do something was behind a lot more closed doors than it is now. Like you couldn't just, you know, watch a YouTube video on the thing you want to, the software you want to learn or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it was a lot more protected. And with right. the advent of the internet, now, and this isn't true for everything, there's still plenty of things where you need to like really, really be taught, but for like some pretty complicated stuff, you can go watch a, a YouTube video on yeah. how to do it and, and you probably won't crush it the first time, but you'll have a building block that otherwise wouldn't have been there. Yeah, because I'm I, like, I, I suck at, at most of the things that I try, but yeah, same. Uh, it's like a lot of the, uh, uh, a, a lot of even just having like a little bit of a of a of a foot in the door there is is enough for me because I like I've been trying to learn how to code for years for you know like nine ten years and I I've never gotten past like the most basic beginner phase but it's like I know that I eventually can do it uh, like I tell myself sometimes like I can't do coding because I suck at math and I'm like a visual learner and mm -hmm. visual brain guy not really like a technical uh you know numbers and stuff aren't aren't my strong suit but you know if you tell yourself no you can't do it then you you believe that and then that that that's right that becomes reality so and, it's and like, you have to be willing to get through the phase of it sucking yeah and also yeah. not do things with the end goal of i'm going to be really great at this just like right do it and learn it because if, One day if you time. stopped every time you started sucking at something, you would never ever learn to do anything new. Right. And then right. it becomes a, a cycle where you're like, oh, well, I never do anything. I can't do any, like, it's right. self-defeating. You got to get through the suck phase. Well, and there's often, and this happens a lot in, in math and physics, is there's like intro stuff that might not be your strong suit. But then once you get past that and kind of build up the foundation, the more advanced stuff is more like how your brain works. So there are right. plenty of, like, I know plenty of mathematicians that are fucking terrible at, like, arithmetic, you know? But right. But they're very good at, you know, kind of big abstract problems. And so, but the way math is taught, and for pretty good reasons, is you have to get past this first blockade of, like, numbers and all that shit before you get to the, like the you know the very abstract kind of thing and so yeah I th this happens with uh, computer science is, is related to maybe it's the beginning stuff and you don't know till you try it that is not quite how your brain works but then when you get to the bigger type of thing that you need the the beginning stuff to form the foundation of that you might find yourself like oh my god actually this is this is kind of how i think and i just was kind of there was a wall up that i had to get over 
first. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, if you're interested in talking about this off air, there, there, like you can totally boil the frog on your own programming knowledge because I'm also not a mathy programmy person, but there are certain uh, things that you can use that make oh. it a lot more visual. Oh, I was just saying, I have been trying to learn Godot, which is. Uh, it's a, it's a game engine that is quickly like becoming like one of the most popular. Uh, it's like replacing a lot of people are switching from like Unity and stuff just because it's um. Really. It's a, it's like a really really good programming language and they make it really you should you should look into it it's like yeah. uh, basically like a super simplified but incredibly uh, powerful like like the, I think the new Sonic game for Switch was made with Godot it's a. Uh, really cool you should check it out it's something i've been trying to learn and the interface is incredible uh yeah but... i can't believe that i had not i mean hmm. i also have had my head under a rock for the past go like, check it months. out i don't i don't know if you use unity or whatever but i there's a lot of videos on why people switch from unity to godot and you can actually they have their own programming language called gd script but you can also use like c sharp you can mm -hmm. use like five different programming languages in it and it's open source so Awesome. Yeah, because i started learning blender in the past few months which being open source and also like the best just the level of access and yeah you know more people being able to do it means i love the 3d stuff you've been making the the Thank little you. like house you did the like kitchen and the living room and stuff i love that thanks dude i i have a lot of fun doing those things and that's another thing that i was like i'm never gonna be able to do that yeah that's how i am right now with blenders i've never really like been i haven't really sat down and tried to 3d model because i'm too nervous that i'm like oh blender looks hard <laughs> my yeah. my recommendation oh, yeah. is the way that i got into it was there are a million places to get free 3d models online play with the shaders because you know mm. you you know how to use adobe suite software and like how adjustment layers work like the the shader node system yeah. is almost exactly like you know multiply well, overlay blend yeah that's 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 one of the things about godot is like the shaders are insane that you can get and there's a really big community for it. So that's, yeah, go check that out after the podcast. It's really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try awesome. to, I just have a hard time. I sleep so much. I have a hard time getting into things and sticking yeah. with it. Yeah. With, with the, the music stuff, I can't remember. Did you learn any theory or is that pretty No, much I still just... don't know any theory. Uh, I kind of have stri uh, stayed away from it because I feel like with the way my mind works, if I learn theory, then I will try to stick with it and like mm -hmm. uh if, if this makes sense like i'll over i'll start overthinking the way i make oh, music totally. instead totally. of kind of just letting it flow uh no, absolutely I so think i haven't really learned legit. any theory i kind of just try to make what i hear in my head um that's great but yeah i mean i have I've, I've been working a lot on that lately and i have a lot of music in the can that isn't out yet uh but i'm working on music videos and stuff and yeah, i'm very excited to share it with the world Actually, I have a. I'm doing a a show at the lodge room or a set in a show on Saturday. Really? Of your like, you're performing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right. Because you did one like it was like a month. Yeah, ago yeah, or so, I, right? I yeah. I did one in uh, in Santa Ana, and it was like the right. first time I'd right. ever done music live, and it was so much fun. Such a, such a blast. And uh, yeah, cool. I'm doing it again on Saturday. Like, what a small was your set. your setup? Uh, just just basically, uh, my buddy uh, was. DJing it kind of like running the mm -hmm. tracks and then me him and then two other friends and we all make music so we we're all just throwing songs back and forth like swap like switching between who does like my song then his song then his song then back to so another one of my songs code DJ yeah and it was okay, and we cool. would just run back and forth and just kind of like sing and dance with the crowd it was really fun that's great yeah I loved it I'm that's excited. awesome dude god I'm so proud of you you're so creative and talented thank you in so many I'm different so proud directions. of you 
Yeah, Thanks, I could you. say the exact same thing. In fact, I will say the exact same wow. thing about you. Wow. Brian, I, 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 you don't, you don't even need to address it. It's okay. right. I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's, yeah. It's good. Uh, I think we should move on to segments. So Matt, we have two segments we do on the show. Uh, the first is a, is a pop culture. This is a, it's a pop culture recommendation segment. You get to recommend a piece of mm. whatever you've been enjoying recently, a book, a movie, a video game, etc. Now here's the thing about this segment. And this is, uh, this is interesting because you're hitting us at kind of an inflection point here. Uh, this segment previously was called What's Poppin'. Now, we had someone named Brent Lilly on the show last week and Ugh. asked him to rename the segment. Oh, and okay. Now, you know, Brent has many That's strengths. That's risky. That's risky, well, right. Well, well. Uh, Brent has many strengths. He is a, a loyal friend. He is a good business sense. He's a, a very sweet guy. But creative decisions are not his forte. So we asked him to rename our pop culture recommendation segment. And we said, because originally uh, your friend and mine, Ethan Nestor, named mm. it. Round about episode three, I believe. Classic. Yeah. Um, classic came up with the title what's poppin and we were like let's throw this out let, let's let the universe name this segment unfortunately the corner of the universe we chose had brent Lilly. yeah that's that's unfortunate so i think for this one i i i i would like to ask you to re-rename oh no the segment well now for our our pop culture recommendation segment formerly what's poppin Brent called it, and uh, you know what? Can you well, what, guess? What if, Can you guess? Yeah, yeah, go ahead and what guess did, what Brent what called it. What did Brent name our pop culture recommendation segment? Oh, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the pop, the pop culture recommendation part. That's cool. That's hip. You're, you're, you're not terribly far off in some yeah. sense. Um, he called it the BLB corner. The BLB corner? For Brent, Layton, and Brian. Okay. Well, that unfortunately is going to have to go. I think it's going to have to go. But well, I if think... you do Brian, Layton, and Matt, it's the BLM corner. So <laughs> I guess you can't really call it that one. Um, well, you know Or what? if you mix it around, it's the MLB corner, which is Major League Baseball. So. And we don't have their express written consent. No, no, no. Um, well, so we're throwing this out to you. You get to re-rename oh. our pop culture recommendation. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, what would what would you call this? And first thought, best thought. What are you thinking? What are you What are you feeling? What, what's What's the vibe? Hmm. Uh, let, let me let me think. I uh. So it was what's popping. It was what's popping. And, and then, then it was, was the BLB corner. One now, now listen. Here's the decision you actually get to make. You get to keep that name, or you get to trade it out for one you like more. I get to decide to keep the BLB corner if I if want. If you want to keep the name the BLB corner for this segment, you can keep it, or you can trade it out for something you like more. And you can make Brent look like a chump. Yeah, I could. I could definitely. I feel like I could come up with something better than. Or, you could really stick it to us and like force us to keep this terrible fucking name 
for our mm. pop culture recommendation segment. A name so unmarketable that I can't think of a single good thing about it. Now, it's very unmarketable, especially if the audience has never even heard of Brent. That's right. Or I'm sure they've heard of him, but, you know, for the crimes and stuff, but not for the... <laughs> of course. I think... Uh, Give me, 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 give me a second. All right. I need to bust out my, my, my handy friend uh, mm -hmm. on the internet. It's a tool I like to use for ideas. Uh, let me, let me, let me think. So it's, it's the, it's the part of the, the podcast where you talk about pop culture. So I got a, I got a couple. Okay. Okay. You could call it. The pop shop, because you're talking shop about pop. I like or that. You could call it a. Uh... Oh, you can call it the pop stop. <laughs> hey, now now onto the pop stop. We're gonna talk about pop nonstop. Layton, I'm throwing to you. <laughs> what do you like? I, or I we could combine them. We could be the pop stop shop. Pop the nonstop, the nonstop pop shop stop. I, I don't hate it. It's certainly better than the BLB corner. Nonstop you know pop, pop stop. Nonstop pop shop. I'm going to excuse myself to pee. When I come back, you two will have made a decision. Okay. Okay. okay great. I'll be right back. Okay. Farewell. All right, Layden. What is it? He always does this. He just he's pulling the ripcord on a bit and just making both of us do the emotional labor of coming up with the name for this segment. Yeah, it's real easy for him. Um, the pop shop is 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 my best. Pop pop on top. Uh, oh, oh, hop on pop. There you, so you go. guys are hopping on pop. Pop yeah. culture. Hmm. Um. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me think. Uh, you know, no there, wrong uh, answers. Uh, what's another word for pop culture? He totally did not piss. No, there's no way he pissed that quick. He just <laughs> walked like, out of the room. This is like, right, oh, so I'm going to go to the bathroom yet. right I'm after back. dinner. Well, I have to tie my shoe. Uh, so you have a second. Can't hear you. Right. Um, Wait, it's really knotted. You have slightly longer than I thought. That this Brian, you didn't piss. I cannot hear anything you're saying. And like that was unbelievably you Not didn't piss, Brian. That was unbelievably a short amount of time some, to piss. Some There's step no was no piss. There. No piss left your penis. There was I, absolutely well, okay, no look. Due, due to the extreme smallness of the length of my penis, the piss leaves very, very quickly. So I <laughs> okay, say but, about, but even so. No, no, I say 30 to 45 seconds compared to a, a normal size penis. Mm, okay. That does make sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's what, what's the verdict here? Well, Layton was thinking of calling it uh, the Brent Lilly Corner, which mm -hmm. I wasn't a big fan mm -hmm. of personally. And That's then fair. she had this one other idea, but it... I, I said, okay, well, I don't know if you can actually have something with a racial slur in the title, <laughs> but she was insistent on it. Uh, I just, I, I wasn't a fan of that one. You know, Matt, I was trying to be generous when you just I wasn't kept a throwing fan of that one. the, like, fuck you, Brian segment. <laughs> no, well, yeah. well, I was, I was trying to go, go in key with what you were saying. Uh, I didn't really mm. even want to say it, but, you know, so I actually mm -hmm. regret ever saying that, but I, I would say, I would say, 
Yes. The pop stop or the pop, the pop shop. Stop. I don't it's know. The, it's the pop stop. It's the pop stop. We're stopping and popping. Pop lock and drop it. Pop shop or pop stop? Are you picking pop shop, Layton? This segment is called What's Poppin'? And this is the theme song. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? You broke me, Brian. It took 100 episodes. Great. You finally, finally did it. Okay. Layton. What's poppin'? What's poppin' for me is Sid Meier's Civilization Six. <laughs> oh! Uh, I started playing it the other day, and then suddenly it was a couple of days later. But oh. guess what? I finally, not... I finally got a goddamn victory on Gilgamesh. I've always wanted to play that game. Uh, choose, choose a time where you don't have other shit to do. Uh, and maybe like set some alarms of like, hey, it's been four <laughs> hours. This thing that I've been telling my AlexA to do of like, hey, at eleven thirty, tell me to stop. Uh, I I I uh oh okay a- okay I see you were spelling out her name. Yeah, okay. I, I don't want to inconvenience listeners if they also have the disgusting Bezos device in their home. See, Ryan and I do the opposite, where we'll we'll yell out the name immediately followed by like. Text mom, and then we'll say something <laughs> awful, and then say send. <laughs> Genius, actually. Or uh, yeah. you know, but yeah, I I want to play Civ. It sounds like a fun game. It's you have to get over the hump of because I picked it up on. There's Switch. humping in that game. Oh, a it's for Switch. It. Well, dude, I, Sid Meier was really into humping. He was a horny dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's why there's six of them. Uh, and I, I got it on Switch, which is stupid, but it was on sale, and so I was like, I need a new thing to get obsessed with, because I'm so tired of Animal Crossing, and it, it was not a good experience playing on Switch, but then it was also on sale on desktop, and I watched YouTube videos where people were playing it on desktop, and I was like, wait, there, there are, like, fundamental parts of this game that I've, like, somehow missed because I can't see them immediately on the Switch UI? Anyway, um... Yeah, if you want something that's just really complicated and eats hours upon hours of your time, uh, I really recommend Sid Meier's Civilization VI. Ah, okay. That's what's, what's popping for me. That's cool. that's that that's Layton's pop stop. That's what's she's... pop stopping nonstop BLB in popping? One of you. I oh, I have many things I could talk about, but I'm just going to pick one. Uh, what is popping for me? this week is I am also playing a video game, a game that's a bit older that I haven't played uh, for, you know, I played it once actually on Game Rooms and I haven't <laughs> played it since. I'm talking about Diablo 3. Oh, Diablo. Which I played the first two when they came out, whenever the fuck that was, uh, you know, 90s sometime, 90s, early 2000s, um, and had sat on Diablo 3 because it seemed like it was mainly multiplayer, and I generally don't like multiplayer stuff. Uh, I just I have no particular interest in playing games with people I don't know uh, online. Fair. Yeah, it's it's just not my thing. Uh, and then I was reading, I saw it was on, for sale on the Switch, and I was like, oh, shit, I never played that. And the review I read was like, it's not very good because mainly the good part is the story mode. Right. And the multiplayer isn't so great. And I was like, well, I think you just sold me. So I'm playing Diablo 3 on story mode. And I remember very little about Diablos 1 and 2, but it's fun. It also traumatized Audrey. Oh, which, no. Because 
Well, not not really, but I told I told you not to force her to play it. <laughs> She's really good at it, though. That's the thing. Um, yeah. These young kids are they're getting better at video games younger and younger. I know. So we we just finished Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Oh. Uh, which, despite the fact I complained about it on the show about a month ago, and then I hundred percented it uh, because I had gotten far enough that I was just like, "Fuck it, let me just bring this home." Um, and I was like, "What do we play next?" Diablo three. So I was like, "Hey, Audrey, come come watch me play Diablo three if you like it." And I had forgotten that there's a lot of horror imagery in the game, and it's real demony. Right, lots of uh, lots of scary monsters. Lots of demons monsters. in the game that's called Diablo. Yeah, which I should have thought about. Um, so she watched me play it for not very long, and not when anything really gross. You know, we were just like setting up our character. Uh, she picked a wizard, uh, a female wizard named Arise. That was her name for it, which I thought was a pretty awesome name for it's pretty, a, a pretty wizard dope. character. Yeah. Uh, and then we went into our first dungeon, and there was a zombie, and she was like. I don't think I like this. And I said, well, honey, you, you don't have to stay here. You can leave. Are you okay with this? <laughs> what's, yes. What, what's Diablo rated? Uh, that's a good question that I Pretty should sure know the answer it's to. It's M, right? For mature? Very, very possibly. Um, but so she sees this zombie and she's like, I don't know if I like this. I said, you can go. Are you okay? Yes. Are you sure you are okay? Yes. Is this going to be scary to you? No. Am I going to be hearing about this later tonight when you're trying to go to sleep? No. Are you totally, totally sure about that? Yes. I was like, okay, you can stay here while I play this. Cut to <laughs> four hours later. Daddy. <laughs> I can't sleep because I'm scared of the zombie. Classic. You're scared of the zombie? Yeah. That zombie you said you weren't scared of. I didn't think I was scared of it, but I was. Oh. So classic. then I was like, okay, well, you're no, you can no longer watch me play this game because it's too scary for you. And I'm really glad because then it starts to get, you know, after the first 10 minutes, it actually starts to get kind of gruesome and there's like exploding corpses and stuff. Um, you you but, gave her a little bit of that diet trauma, which is fine because it'll just make her more interesting when she's older. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's the kind of thing that she in, more to talk about in a few years. She can be like, actually, I kind of want to see that again. Like, maybe I should look at this game. So when she's like, whatever, 11 or 12 or something, she'll be great with it. But at seven, wasn't quite ready for uh, for Diablo three. And also, because the other thing is, it's a lot more, you know, the graphics, this is going to come as a shock to you, got a lot better in the last 20 years. So it wasn't the late 90s, right. like, kind it of cute dungeon thing. It's a lot more realistic. There's a lot more blood and guts and exploding stomachs and shit. Uh, anyway, I'm having a good time playing it. Although the plot makes literally no, it's just a bunch of quests for things that, or, or demons that I have no idea who they are. Um, but I'm having a good time. So, Must a video game ever happen. make sense? They so rarely do. This one is like, I, maybe I don't play enough games like this, but it's like, you must travel to the halls of Azrathon to grab the scepter of Lorox. <laughs> what? Okay. And then you go get it. And it's not, by the way, this game is like fucking easy as shit too. It's like, there's really? nothing hard going. Oh yeah. Um, at least the way I'm doing it. Cause I'm very good. 
Uh, <laughs> and like you, you're just kind of going through the motions, following these little quests, which are not particularly rewarding. So anyway, oh. but I'm having fun and I'm almost done with it. That's what's popping for me. Matt, one. Uh, what's popping? You guys might laugh at me and this, this one's going to come out of left field. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have been enjoying a certain piece of television. Uh, a certain piece of television that you might not expect uh, Big Matthew to say he's been watching. Oh, I wonder if we can guess. You, you get one guess. Hmm. The Golden Girls spinoff Golden Palace. Nope. Layton? My 600-pound life. Well, I actually was going to say a TLC show. Okay. I, I was, was gonna say I was gonna say uh, the new season of Ninety Day Fiance, but what what I was gonna say actually is I've quite been in, enjoying uh, Desperate Housewives, quite okay. quite a bit. You uh, got a little bit of Kyle MacLachlan in there, right? I watched I watched uh, I'd never watched Desperate Housewives, uh, and I had a friend over, and she was like, "Let's watch Desperate Housewives," and I was like, "Really? No, I don't. I really don't want to watch Desperate Housewives. I didn't know anything about it." So watched the first episode and I was like, okay, we can put the second one on. And then I watched the whole first season and it's it's pretty 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 fun show. I'm not gonna lie, it's not what I thought it was gonna be. I thought Desperate Housewives would just be a bunch of Desperate Housewives, but it's got drama, it's got mm -hmm. comedy, yep, it's got guns, and they 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 actually kill characters off. It's pretty it's pretty fun. I I, I enjoyed mm. the first season quite a bit. And this is this this was on like fifteen ish years ago, yeah, right, yeah. Oh no, yeah, but it's it's uh not. Yeah, it, it gets an okay from me. The other thing would be 90 Day Fiance, which one of my favorite shows. 90 Day Fiance is, it, is pretty great. I haven't watched it. Is, it really it is. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So many good. people say this, and I've never seen it. Unbelievable. It's just, it's just watching watching people's relationships fall apart. In, yeah. Well, you could just come over to my house if you want to yeah. see it. Yeah, well, but see, also, the, the thing is, you just see how stupid these people are in this show. They just make the worst decisions possible. Well, also, I guess I could go over to your house and see that as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, this, yeah. this is kind of like a perfect full circle because I think on one of our very first episodes, I recommended 90 Day Fiance, but I watched whatever season it is that has Anfisa, uh, who was just an absolute icon. Who I haven't went on seen to that one, like actually. a health YouTuber. It's one of the earlier seasons, I think. Yeah, I, I, I only got in later, but I've seen like all the recent seasons and then all the spinoffs like Before the 90 Days and The Other Way and The Single Life. Yeah. And it's fantastic and I, stuff. I only spitballed 600 pound life because I actually have watched. It's been a weird like. It, yeah, that show is that show. TLC is that, does make some good stuff. That's a show about people who weigh 600 pounds or yeah. one specific yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. And, and going to get like extreme weight loss surgery from Dr. Now. Um, yeah. It's 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 interesting to me because of how quickly it plops you into just like ridiculous complicated emotional mental health relationship dynamics where oh. it's like this is just like networks of enablers and everything and like let's make it better by shoving in a, a reality tv crew right in the middle of it yeah um it's a nightmare but tlc man they really keep you coming back they do they got some great stuff they got the some great shows on there. i started watching ancient aliens uh the other night like from episode one like I, mean, old, I know you would love it, era? Brian. Very scientific. Yeah, yeah. No, no, season. that's like, you know, as a physicist, that shit's true. Like, mm -hmm. that, that you know, it, it, it's well-researched and backed up. I think that yeah. Rogan guy would might agree with you on that. He might, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. But that's, that's, my, that's, that's, that's what's popping in the pop shop this week. 
I love it. And I'm going to pop till I drop, baby. Um, Leighton, do you want to introduce our next and final segment? Oh, yeah. Um, our final segment that's staying the same uh, is I don't called... Get to name this one? It's... No, you don't, get to, you don't get to name this one. Can I, can, I, can I piss real quick? Yes, of course. May I urinate? Yes. I, I've been drinking hella LaCroix this, this recording yeah. session. Yeah, go for it. I'm on my third yep. LaCroix. All right. I'll BRB. This, it's, the bathroom's right next to me, so... That's cool. Hey, you might even be able to hear it. <laughs> I think this is a new record for how many times a guest has pissed. You guys didn't hear it. Patreon Darn. exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for it. I'm shy. I believe in you. You can do it. There it is. All right. Pishing accomplished. <laughs> uh, I believe that is the episode title. That was actually pretty painful for some reason. Hmm. All right. Well, I got this... a tooth, no, toothpick it... in my... Never mind, yeah. Let's sometimes go. Sometimes it comes out thick. <laughs> what's, what's, what's this last segment? <clears throat> Hold on. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> Click. <laughs> <laughs> My dream is to hang up on a guest mid-episode. My dream is for a guest to hang up on us, which yeah. actually sort of happened this episode multiple times already. <laughs> All right, our final segment is one that's... Oh, my God, I forgot how we... Uh, uh, 100 episodes going strong. We say three good things and then one thing that's kind of a bummer. And the segment is called Peaches and Lemons Happy 100th Episode Theme Song Goes Here. Great. So, Fucking got him. All right. So we're each going to start with a lemon, which is a thing that is a bummer or like, but mild, like a mild, bummer. mild inconvenience. A thing that is a hold on. My toilet is making sound. I got to shut the door. I have a bidet and it's decided to start whirring its little motor. Um, mm. Fun way something. for you to flex that you have a bidet. Uh, it's like, not hey, flex. everybody, my asshole's super clean. That's oh. I, I flexing the fact that I have a clean asshole, not that I have a bidet. I have a bidet they're too. Not, they're not expensive. You know, people a... people see it as some fancy thing, but it's over in true, Europe, everyone not. has it. In Japan, everyone has it. It's just a, that's right. It just I, I don't see it's it's America has made people believe that if you have a bidet, you're a rich douchebag. But that's right. just corporate America trying to keep people down with dirty assholes. They don't want people yeah. to have right. clean assholes. I want they, a clean asshole. They've normalized having a real dirty. Uh, who's mm, got a okay. lemon? Mm, mm, just anything right now? 
Yeah, Here, anything. One one of us can go first. Brian, do you? Uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, I need. I I no, actually, I don't have one. All I right, think fine. Of one. My so you lemon. Go first. My lemon is that you know I, I've tried to be better about not being on social media or like looking at the internet and i've fallen back into like my lemon is just reddit like it's so hard mm. to not look at reddit or like sink time into reddit it's just yeah. I, you, you do your little patrol and then you feel bad and then it's been like two that. hours yeah so that's my lemon it, it's less reddit itself and more just like my own lack of self-control mm. so yeah I feel, oh i feel that for sure yeah I've been trying to get in shape, and that's that's been a tough one. That's um, hard. My lemon is, uh, yeah, my uh, there's a crack in my windshield in my car. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it got there. I parked my car outside the Super Megaplex one day, and I came outside. Massive crack in my windshield. I don't know where it came from, uh, but now it's grown much bigger. I thought I could ignore it at first, but now it's like over half my windshield just. So I oh, probably got to no. take it in uh soon and then have to pay for that which is not fun because it's probably gonna be expensive so that's my lemon baby that's 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 big matthew's lemon you nailed it uh i actually couldn't think of one but i I guess i'll do a a slightly bigger one uh my lemon is where it's just being back in this fucking phase of the pandemic where as a parent there are no right answers anymore Mm-hmm. as was true for a while but it's like it's like do you send the kid to whatever like you know it, audrey has a uh we sent her for a baking class do we send her to the baking class like it's just like every every right. decision now we're back to this fucking thing where it's like well it's probably going to be fine and i'm not going to send her to like you know the to, to maskless screaming practice mm. but uh <laughs> But there's all sorts of like normal things that you have to fucking worry about all the time now. And it's so, I'm just so bummed to be back in this place. Does, I mean, aside from that, does it like mentally, emotionally feel like early 2020? Because I feel like it does a little bit. Like, like getting brains smacked back down. uh... Honestly, not to me because of the vaccines and everything else that we have that 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 are weapons we di- didn't have to fight against covid that we do now uh i understand the comparison but it is so materially different um sure. in that you know n- now like i when i got covid last month uh by making out with brent it was mm. it wasn't too bad he get, it's always something he gives when you always. make out with him it's know, always something always something Co- covid just, being on the lesser end luckily well believe me um, the, but it was, you know, I had three shots. I was like, well, I'm probably going to be fine. And I was totally fine. Well, yeah, three uh, shots will lead to making out with Brent. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but so, but so I, I understand the comparison to me. It feels so different because now we have all these tools and just I, understand I, I, I so don't much mean more materially. I'm not like, Oh, we're right back at 2020, but in terms yeah, yeah. of like where my brain was and how I felt about the world. And despite, I, I was talking about this with a friend the other day and like the, it's weird to have like tangibly developed as a person, person mentally and emotionally and be in a much better place with more complex ways of thinking about things. And then it'd be like, yeah. ah, shit's basically the same. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, I, I'm just like, it sucks. Cause I was talking to Ryan about this, how it's like, I, I, 
the whole pandemic, I've been in the mindset where it's like, oh, you know, like five, six months out, it'll be better, but it keeps not. And I'm like, should I just accept that like by 2024, it's still going to be like this? No, no, it's, it, it's really not. I think I, 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 you know, who knows, of course, but this shit could have been done in like a month. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty optimistic. It could have been done by April, 2020. Yeah. If we had I, and it. I feel Everyone keeps saying that they're very optimistic, and I don't know if it's just that I have depression, but I am about as far from optimistic about well, shit. Well, I mean, it's it, the track record so far has well, just been. I don't think people. I'm not optimistic about people. The vaccine behaving is good. differently. I'm optimistic that this very well might be the last big wave we have of COVID. I would like, love that. That is not this at YouTube all video. Off the table. Well, so many people have it. For... Yeah. Oh, Ryan and I talk about it all the time, and we never get flagged. Yeah. Does this go on YouTube? Yes. Yeah, we put it on nice. YouTube. Nice. We um, totally put so much maintenance into our YouTube channel. <laughs> Same. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think, you know, people aren't going to change how they're behaving at this point. That's kind of locked yeah. in. But no, it's, it's done. I, I do think that this may, I mean, who knows, this may be the last big, big, big wave we have. And I, right. I hope that's the case. I'm, I'm hoping so, too, because also so many people have had it now that hopefully the immunity right. is as, as built and also... I well, think everyone that's got vaccinated is going to—I don't think there's going to be that many more people getting vaccinated because if yeah, you haven't gotten vaccinated already. Well, I, and also, you know, like the, you know, the retroviral kind of pills and stuff are going to get better and better and will be mm -hmm. widely available mm -hmm. pretty soon. Uh, you know, we're going to start to get regular, probably, vaccines, I would guess. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, Listen, man, I'm just trying to get through the fucking day. Just day yeah. by—it's like yeah. survive today. It's—I mm -hmm. can't yeah. really think much— further than that and also before all of this i have a weird you know brain thing where it's like you're gonna die in three months like that's yeah. just a thing that my brain does in a normal world and so it does really great stuff to your ability to plan <laughs> yeah, for course. the future yeah, and yeah. feel good <laughs> about life crazy you know clinical yeah, yeah. anxiety well all right. that well, sucks I think Sorry. I knew that, that would be a big one i think you very successfully maybe for the first time turned lemon lemons into the exact thing that we wanted them to not be that's what i do baby all right it's it, remember when we said if biden won the election we'd start actually doing lemons again yeah it's biden's america baby we're on episode, right. we're on episode uh, 100 yeah episode and i'm 100. feeling gayer than ever i'll tell you what <laughs> whatever Amen, they're putting brother. in the water it's making me gay uh all right peaches peach time all right so well so Matt, these are we do three of these, three of them. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, work for it. Uh, so these are three good things, three things yeah. you're happy about or like or whatever. Okay, uh, three of them. Let me think. Um, do you want one of us to go first? I uh, I got this, bro. Uh, three of them. Things that I that I've liked lately. Uh, I I've I feel like I've been in a very good place creatively, and I've I've really liked what I've been working on personally, and also. Uh, I've just had a lot of fun creating stuff uh, like this podcast. Uh, another one is I've been finally getting my house together. Like since I moved in in like May, I've been I've had this idea of what my what I want my place to be, and it's finally starting to actually get there slowly but surely. Awesome. And then the last one is I've been I love space so much, 
And uh, I've been real excited about the James Webb Dude, telescope it's launch and, and how it's been successful so far. Crushing not, it. Knock on wood. And uh, and I'm, I'm I just can't wait to see what we're gonna see with the with that telescope. Maybe we'll see some some signs of life out there. I just I, well, I can't wait to see the pictures and stuff we're gonna see. Embarrassingly, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Once again, so, I don't look at anything. Matt, do you want to explain this? Yeah, it's it's basically the James Webb Space Telescope is this telescope that's been in production for like. 15 years or something kept getting delayed 10 billion dollars but it's it's this telescope that's like incredible like blows the hubble out of the water and they finally launched it after a million years of delays uh and now it's like slowly opening up in space bit by bit which is very stressful because something could go wrong i mean it's fucked but they're sending it out a million miles out into space to this point called L2, which is like a, a certain distance from, from Earth. It's a Lagrange uh, point. Yeah. yeah. It's and, a stable orbit, essentially. And then from there, it's going to start taking pictures of uh, basically like, it's it's kind of like seeing back in time. So they're going to be able to hopefully see like pretty much like the first galaxies forming with it because they look back in time at like basically the Big Bang. What uh, the and fuck? they're they're also going to be able to use it just to take crazy pictures of of distant galaxies and nebulas and, and yeah. planets and that's fucking crazy. And they're gonna, gonna they're be... gonna look at that Kepler system, I think, that is has like a lot of habitable planets. They're gonna look at that. It's one of the first things, and I'm just very excited just to see because I, I I I'm a big space head. It's gonna be great for a lot of things. Cosmology in particular, you know, is so. Th- there's a big there are lots of mysteries in cosmology right now and cosmetology. Uh, yes, of course, cosmetology. A lot of well. mysteries there, like. Like, how do you get your face to look like that is, a, is the biggest one. Huge mystery. Um, but in, in cosmology, there's this thing going on right now called the Hubble tension, where there's a, a number, which is essentially the rate of expansion of, uh, of the universe. And there are two very reliable but conflicting values for it. It's called, and no one knows what the right answer is. And it's like, it is a, a big mystery right now in cosmology what this parameter is and if you look up hubble tension you can you can learn more about it but i hope that uh we get some good data from this yeah. that helps, uh helps resolve that yeah um hopefully also you know there's this bigger question i don't know if it'll say anything about it about uh what's called dark energy yeah which is I, not I was dark, just about to bring that up yeah it's not dark matter dark matter is kind of much more tractable in a sense that's matter we know is out there but can't see, although we don't know what it is. It's a big mystery. We have no idea. Dark, yeah, dark energy. Uh, the universe, the expansion of the universe is accelerating. Mm-hmm. And because of some kind of pressure that's pushing it out, the thing that's causing that people usually call dark energy, and no one has any fucking clue what it is. Yeah, and, that's wild that like we just have no clue. Like It's just so far beyond us still. And the crazy, crazy part from a theoretical physics standpoint is when you try to guess what the value would be, you get a number that is like wildly wrong. If you just like, based on kind of general principles, like guess what it is, you got something that is so incredibly wrong that there there has to be something else going on. Um, That's awesome. So hopefully we get some insight into that. And it's possible that we just, you know, it's possible this is just kind of the universe we live in and there's yeah. no... Good it might for like it. it could be it, it could be like literally in another realm that like we can't we can't like our brains can't even process it, it well it's not even that it's just like some things about the universe there's a big question of like if you understand the general principles can you 
kind of figure out what's happening with our universe. And one possible answer is it's not that we can't understand it. It's just that the universe we live in has these certain parameters and there's no really good reason for it. And that's just what it is. Yeah. Uh, and that might be the case. The good Lord made it that way. That's kind of right. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just the universe we live in. So hopefully we get some answers from uh, yeah. James Webb. Yeah, I'm just that. very excited. It, I mean, it has a short, it's pretty short shelf life, only like 10 years. but It's going to be amazing, dude. There, well, there's another big telescope coming after that that's going to be like replacing the Hubble that's that's much better, uh, that will have a longer shelf life. I forgot what it's called. It's, it's yeah. a woman's name. Yeah, I can't remember either. You're not talking about, it's not the Lisa thing, is it? Uh, I don't remember. It's a it's a telescope that's coming in the either late twenties or I think late twenties, and it's it's yeah. Because talking it's about gonna, breaking like, the, the glass hubble. ceiling, I mean, Lisa is a dark matter. Is a dark matter. No, thing. it's anyway. not. It's not a dark matter okay. thing. It's a but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Peaches. Layton, you got some peaches. Yeah. My first peach is that after like. <laughs> Days and days of playing Civ, I finally got a victory last night. Nice. Um, I can't tell you how satisfying that shit was. Everybody else, go fuck yourselves. I built a rocket. So that's my first peach. Uh, my second peach is one that I literally cannot talk about on this show, but both of you know what it is. Oh, and it's the, great. The pregnancy? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My third peach is that hung out with Aaron and Susie, went and saw Scream, made some Trace Leches cake that Susie made. Ooh. Uh, oh, yeah. I saw you guys went and saw Scream. Yeah. It was a lovely time. And I love to see my friends and also all their cats love me now and mm. will immediately come and say hi, which is like big old progress. This is years love those cats. of yeah. progress. Otto will like fully let me love on him. Uh, oh, I love little I love Otto. That, that big, He's... big, boofy boy. Those beautiful deformed cats. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best. Anyway, They're so genetically are... messed up. <laughs> <laughs> those are my peaches. Brian. Yes. Do you have peaches? I do. Uh, peach number one. First peach. Uh, last weekend, this past weekend, was the MIT Mystery Hunt, which mm. is my favorite puzzle solving thing. Happens every year at MIT. Normally I'd go out there, but it was remote last year and this but it's mainly an excuse to hang out with old college friends and other newer friends uh, and solve some really fun and inventive puzzles. Oh, that's cool. And we got a lot of them. We had a great time. It was it was awesome. It's just it is the kind of the highlight of my year. Uh, it's it, 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 it's just the best. You know, it sounds awesome. Yeah, it's just endlessly fun. Um, peach number two is uh, I now live with a capital G gamer. Oh, who uh, is obsessed with all things Zelda. And I knew has... Rachel was getting into Zelda. I knew. It. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, honestly, though, Rachel is like original Zelda fan, has played a lot more than I have. But Audrey now, we've been letting her we let her watch playthroughs and also GameStop's uh, channel. She watches Super Mega now? <laughs> yes, she loves Super Mega. She uh, keeps asking me about why Brent's penis smells so bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we're all asking that, Brian. Yeah, well, believe me. <laughs> Um, but she, so we let her watch, uh, GameStop's YouTube channel cause it's pretty kid friendly. And so now I live with someone where if there's a silence of any length, she will just start spouting Zelda facts at me. <laughs> and so 
I'll be, I was driving her to school the other day and we were listening to the Encanto soundtrack, which is a current favorite. Um, I have heard of that. It's, that it's epic. It's, uh, she, she loves it. And so I was trying to explain, there's a line about Cerberus and I was trying to explain to her about that. And she was like, oh yeah, you know, and, and that, that makes sense that, that Hercules would fight, uh, would fight Cerberus. Yeah. Cause Cerberus is a dog. And did you know, if you go up to the top of Mount Lanairu and you take Daruk up there and it's like, and then we're suddenly talking about Zelda for <laughs> whatever reason. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and she is now playing Breath of the Wild again, but it's just nice. very cute to see her enthusiasm for, for this video game. And she loves it. And every night she wants, here's, here's what happens every night. Uh, she wants stories. She wants a story told. So I tell essentially the same story to her every night. If she wants a Zelda story, there are other stories she wants to, which is about uh, Daruk, who's a Goron and loves to eat rocks. It is the constant attempts of uh, Daruk to serve Link rocks for dinner. And Link cannot eat or digest rocks, and comedy ensues. Nice. So. nice. I love that. What are, what are uh, you going to do when Audrey gets to an age where she realizes that her dad wrote a song about Legend of Zelda? What A song? Yeah. Well, uh, I, can, I, I can never have children because oh of my God, the, the things that I've, I've done and written I think and said all online. the time about the first moment where my probably you know, let's say 10-year-old daughter uh, who's still in uh, I Love Mario and Zelda kind of phase finds Starbomb and listens to all of the fucking songs we wrote about the very graphic sexual acts perpetrated by these characters. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and then can't look me in the eye. You know? That's why I can't have kids, dude. It's, Yeah. Like, what, what, what do I do? The honest thing is that she'll probably be a million times funnier than I am and write her own versions of those songs, which are better than anything I could do. That's true. So, yeah. but no, I, I believe me. I, I, I think a lot about what is going to happen when that happens. And it's not far away. It's not like yeah. in a year, but it's less than five years for yeah. sure. She's it's a smart right, kid. Right, right. It's, it's, it's on the way. It's a, it's a, to- it's, it's a talk you've got to prepare for. You're not allowed to use the internet till you're 18. Maybe that. Maybe that's the strategy. I actually think um, that should be the rule for literally every human on this yeah, planet. It's, you it's, shouldn't be allowed online unless you have a license. It's not a bad idea. Um, anyway, my final peach is that this is our hundredth episode, and oh. very I proud of am, you guys. Thank you. It's Thanks, it's man. dude. It's so great to have you here. And Leighton, it's been so much fun to do this with you. And uh, it's it's kind of what you said, Matt. Like I never. I never worry about running out of things to talk about or, you know, or having interesting guests or, or anything like that. Uh, I think we're just getting started and it's been a really fun first hundred and I'm excited for the future. Yeah. yeah here's well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me for the hundredth. I feel very honored and uh, it's been fun. I really, I really enjoyed all the conversations from, from shitting pants to, to talking about, you know, space telescopes and, and all that good stuff. I would I would categorize this one as you know we have a couple of different like genres of late night episode falls firmly in the chaos genre. Pretty uh, chaotic, but fun. Yeah, fun. those are the best episodes, the chaos episodes. Yep. Yeah, 
Yeah, dude, thank you again for being here. This was a lot of fun. Oh, thank you for having me. Anytime. I love you and I miss being around you so very deeply. So it it would be really funny if you had a party or something. Yeah, I was about to say, like, hypothetically, like, uh, like, imagine the joke it would be if I did have a party. And then put out, like, a bunch of, I saw, like, a bunch of, like, super Photoshop pictures. Yeah. (laughs) Online. Yeah. Everybody everybody hanging out, looking like they do pretty much this week. Yeah, that'd be wild. Yeah, that would be crazy, Brian. Well, if you need someone to come tell you about Zelda facts, Audrey is available. Okay. That sounds great, man. Yep. Fantastic. All all right. So I I guess that brings us to the end of the first, like, this is not only the end of this episode. We're pinching off a century. (laughs) Boom, baby. Congratulations, guys. That's a big milestone. At the end of my first 100th episode is when we, I, we first unveiled the song about me having sex with my dad so <laughs> yeah something i wish had never come into existence but <laughs> what can you do now right like what now can you do there yeah oh uh, yeah well folks at home mm-hmm. thank you for being here throughout this whole hundo and uh oh my god the pressure of saying something you're all good thanks for having ears and for listening to the show thank you both for being here um can and can hey, we yes huh? please 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 no go ahead what what can were you we... gonna say i was gonna say my new catchphrase oh stay in school oh okay that, that one's okay i dropped out of school so well I so mean, did layton yeah yeah so stay in <laughs> school guys camera. all right um everybody you're great take care of yourselves Stay flirty, fun, and fresh. And folks, hey, man, my landlord's calling me. I don't. I'm not gonna pick that up. <laughs> Perfect timing. I don't know never why he's calling rent. me. He never. Well, he never calls me. So, rent is a tool of the patriarchy. Don't pay it. Okay, that's true. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk to my landlord. Sorry. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. Something, something. Uh, come. See you Bye. next time. Bye. Bye. Late night is produced by Brian Weck, Layton Gray, and Jarek Centeno. Follow us on Twitter at Leighton Knight, on Instagram at Leighton underscore Knight, or email us at LeightonKnight at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Knight.